0: Your daily dose of Donna, and today is April twenty sixth. It is Wednesday. It is a gorgeous, beautiful, sunny, amazing, a lovely Los Angeles. This is why we live here. Day. Uh, I've got my my two co stars. I've got my roses from my rose garden and my fake plant from World Market sharing the spotlight with me. Today we are uh, talking about all kinds of pop culture. Of course, as you know, if you're here on YouTube, welcome. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to give give. me a like, make sure to comment, you know, give me a little boost. I am loving my conversations that I have in the comments on YouTube. If you are listening on the podcast app, my numbers are bigger, longer, bigger and longer. That's what she said. My numbers are um, higher on the podcast. Hold on. Let me adjust my mic. They're higher on my podcast than they've ever been. It's so exciting. I have now, um, you know, some really, really cool opportunities. This is a, like the dream, right? This is the dream. Hey, Cece. Um, Okay, so I'm also on TikTok. I record these live on TikTok. I was asked the other day by my friend Sarah from the Jeff Lewis Obsessed fan page. I was asked by her, you know, do you go regularly live online? Like, is there a time? And I was like, that's hard because Tuesdays and Thursdays, I go to yoga at a certain time or whatever, but I'm usually recording anywhere between 10 10 to 11-ish. Um, so if you're on TikTok around that time and you're following me at this is Donna Bowling, make sure to Follow me over on TikTok. Follow me over on Instagram at the same username. Instagram is really fun because I get to talk about certain stories and certain things in my stories. And um, and then you also kind of get like a little background behind the scenes life of mine, um, which I always find so fun to see what people are really like, you know, not just on audio. So I, I had a comment and I want to talk to you guys about this. I had a comment on my YouTube yesterday. Can you please start incorporating? audio, I mean, video and like photos of what you're talking about. You know how on some of these shows you have a screen behind you where you get to see, or on a, um, or sometimes you do a, uh, like they do in post-production or they do during live streaming. So here's the thing about YouTube. And I'm just learning a lot about YouTube this year. Cause like you guys know, I've been on YouTube for- four weeks, maybe. I think actually exactly four weeks. So YouTube is really, really cool in terms of the live streaming. You can do live streams, which I'm scared to try, but I feel like I should try it. I feel like I should rip the bandaid and fail in public if it does fail in public and do a live stream this week at some point. And you can incorporate live, um, you know, video and audio. If I do an episode like this and then I want to put in video and audio afterwards, that's a lot of post-production. I have to bring it into, you know, Adobe or iMovie or one of those. And I am a party, a team of one when it comes to Daily Dose of Donna. It is all me. I've talked about this before. I do believe you can do it all on your own, but it does take a lot of time because I have clients still, you guys. I have two clients today that I'm helping with their businesses and, and with their content and podcasts, et cetera. So just keep that in mind. But if this podcast does grow, and if I do see, if it continues to grow, I should say, and if I do see that interest over on YouTube like I've been seeing, I will definitely put more energy towards it. Okay. Well, first, you guys, let's talk about a few things. Let's start with the hot topic the hot topic of, of everyone's life on a Wednesday is VPR Day. Today is VPR Day. We only have a few more weeks until the reunion. I am scared. I am excited. I am nervous. It gives me a lot of feelings, these shows. These last couple of episodes, I watched like, like almost feeling sick to my stomach about it. Literally, my stomach just made a sound. It's like scandal. My stomach was like, scandal. Scandable. Um, I have anxiety around it because we all know the final end. It's almost like watching a flashback scene. You know how like on those survivor type shows or movies where you see, like remember Lost? <laughs> this is such a niche reference. Do you guys remember the show Lost? when it was on, like we were seeing what was happening now, which is they are screwed, right? They're like lost on an island. No one knows that they're there. God knows what's going to happen to them. And so they would do these flashbacks in every episode. And it's almost like you would sit unsettled with it because you knew like it ain't ending well for you, right? Like you're going to get in a plane and you're going to land on some random island in Hawaii and and be lost. So that's what I feel like when we're watching Vanderpump Rules. Like we're watching the flashback and it's, it's a, Unsettling feeling. It feels like, geez, you know, what are we going to see here? Now, I just want to touch on one new piece of information that happened yesterday. Uh, Tom Sandoval was seen by his best friend, Mr. TMZ. I believe this was Hindsight is 2020 photographer, if you remember. Hindsight is 2020 photographer, uh, videographer was the guy that interviewed Tom in his first post, um parking lot interview where the guy was like, are you, do you regret what you did? And Tom Sandoval goes, hindsight is 20, And the guy goes, so what does that mean? Do you regret what you did? So let's just call him Mr. Hindsight. I believe it was the same photographer or videographer and he stops him on the street and he's like, so we know that you were, did you see Raquel? when you were away over the weekend. Because if you were sleeping and didn't see any of this, Sandoval was posting on his Instagram stories all weekend long that he was at, he wasn't saying where, but he was like doing archery and there was a, like a waterfall behind him. And everyone that was watching him pretty much knew and inferred like, okay, this guy is in Arizona. They found out that he was at a place called Canyon Ranch. We know, 100% that he had gone back to Miraval and was very upset with them because they used the whole Vanderpump thing as a press or like a social media. So we knew he was at Canyon Ranch. Now, what I know about Canyon Ranch, which I've heard about many times over the years, it's gorgeous. It's a spa-like place. It's where I would go on a beautiful girls trip or on a romantic getaway with my husband. This is not a mental health facility, except for the fact that maybe you would go to Canyon Ranch and come back and feel, you know, much more relaxed and zen. So he gets stopped and the videographer is like, have you seen Raquel? And Tom gets so serious. He's like, Raquel is at a mental health facility. She has no phone, no internet, no contact with the outside world. Well, that sounds like a 5150, but whatever. Uh, He said, I have no contact with her, but she's doing great. Which makes me wonder, I believe, I think you do have contact with her if you know she's doing great. Um, Did they actually spend the weekend together at Canyon Ranch or were they together? I don't know. I am not, you know, privy to that. But if they were, they are not together right now. Raquel is somewhere. We don't know specifically. What do you guys think on TikTok or here on, on YouTube? Where, where do you think she is? What kind of a place is she? Now, listen, if she is actually at a mental health facility and not at a, you know, spa like Miraval or Canyon Ranch, I think that's the best thing she could do. I think that watching back and seeing how this last season has gone is probably very eye-opening for her. Um, and, and that's it. Like, and not only that, And this is not, you know, we're all team Ariana, but like the amount of like, when I get a mean comment on my YouTube, it like stings. To be Raquel Rachel and to be literally hated by pretty much 99% of, you know, society that knows about pop culture, that has got to be one of the hardest things to go through. You know, not to say that she may not also kind of maybe enjoy the, the attention because you know how they always say like when my kids are acting badly, I'm like, you're trying to get attention, but you're going about it the wrong way. You're trying to get bad attention, which is not better than good attention. It's actually worse. But I think a lot of people sometimes try to just get attention and they do it in this way. So I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on there. I don't know if she's, you know at peace with this or not. Apparently there's been some highlights of hers on her Instagram page that have been taken down and moved around. So I do believe that she is still very much um present and, and on social media. But who knows? Who knows? Tom Sandoval had one funny moment when the celeb- when the paparazzi was like, I mean, now you're a celebrity. And I'm telling you, like Tom was like pissed. He's walking through the streets. I didn't even know where he was. It looked like random Van Nuys. And he's like walking through the streets. And the guy says, You're a celebrity. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, this guy has never felt happier in his life. This is Tom Sandoval's goal in life. You see this scene, season one. He said it many times. He was like, My goal is to be famous. Okay. Ah, we are so close to being done with the Sandoval and Scandoval and Vanderpump talk. We have three more weeks or something. We got to just get through this. I feel like we're seniors about to graduate. We're going through senioritis. We're sick of it. We're excited. We're happy. We're ready to move on. Right? How do you guys feel? Okay. So that is the first story that I had today. But let's move on to some Love is Blind chatter. Now, we talked about it a little bit yesterday that it looks like Nick and Vanessa are possibly getting pushed out of Love is Blind after their disastrous hosting experience. And maybe Lauren Speed and Cameron Hamilton, uh, contestants, contestants, talent in season one will be placed. Now, what I'm seeing in a lot of comment sections. Is everyone is like, do not let them be the host. They should be on the show, maybe consulting, maybe helping the cast out, but they should not be the hosts. And so here's the thing. So Deep D, two girls from last season, Deep D. She was like Deep D and no, it was two seasons ago, Deep D and Shake. I don't know if you guys remember her. And then there is um Natalie and Shane, right? Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Let's get on with it. So Natalie and Shane, and I mean, Natalie and Deep D are both single or maybe they're not, but they're not with the person that they, you know, decided to be with and get engaged to on the show. And they have a podcast. I think it's called like beyond the pods. I don't know. I'm not listening to it. I did see, however, no offense to them. I just I'm not interested. I did see, however, um, one article that was picked up that they basically are coming to Nick and Vanessa's defense. They're saying they're like our parents. They take such good care of us. They were great. They get very involved. Well, so here's the problem. A host should not be that involved, right? Excuse me. That would be like, Andy Cohen, you know, being at the Real Housewives houses after, you know, Teresa and Melissa get in a fight, Andy Cohen's there and like chatting about it and giving Teresa a hug. And then he goes and does the the reunion. The reunion should be hosted by someone that is, for all intents and purposes, like removed from the situation. Do you know what I mean? Like just a little bit like stepped back. And so, if <clears throat> sorry, if Vanessa and Nick really want to stay on the show, then maybe they are like like friends, and then you know you bring in that that person to host like a comedian, maybe we get a real comedian and not someone that just wanted to do the eh uh-huh. eh, uh-huh. do you guys remember that ten points if you remember that. That is that. We still have not heard from Vanessa Lachey on Instagram as of this recording. I wonder if we will ever. I wonder where she is. Maybe she's in rehab. I mean, I didn't make that up. I mean, I didn't try to like – I'm not trying to say anything. That was a joke. That is not a real thing. But I'm just – I mean, I wonder – maybe she's with Raquel in the mental health facility. I'm telling you, there should be a mental health health facility for anyone that gets canceled online. For anyone that gets like the whole world against them because that has got – like I said – I I was on a phone call with a friend today, and she's like, now that you're doing this and you're getting so much visibility and you're on YouTube and you have – aren't you worried about saying something wrong? And I'm like, hell, yes. So I'm happy to not be that famous. I'm just happy to be here, right? Shout out to my dosers. I know you guys love me. I'm sure I'll say something wrong at some point. But let's just, you know, let's no intention. Okay. Ramona Singer and her daughter Avery have a podcast. And it's called Turtle Time, which is not shocking at all. And it's so sweet. And actually, I have to say, I was confused by it. And I listened to it this morning at 5 a.m. And the first 10 minutes, I was like, this, this can't, it can't. I can't do it. And by the end of the 30-minute episode, I was like, I like them. I like them. Now, let's go back and talk about how yesterday I mentioned that there are certain housewives that are just problematic just problematic and Teresa is one and um, you know Vicky is one and Ramona is definitely one and we all know she said and has done things that have offended multiple people through the years so we know this about her but she is so entertaining and her relationship with her daughter is really awesome And I have to say that, like for Avery Singer, who is now in her early 20s, I don't know exactly how old she is. And she has grown up on that show. And you always saw that she was a pretty mature girl on the show. And she has now turned into someone that has, you know, she has a college degree. She was working for a tech company. She started her own business called Batch Boss. She's making a name for herself. She is obviously a very responsible and like, um, almost like, this is going to sound crazy because You would think she grew up under, you know, the Real Housewives fame, like Nepo baby, very rich. Obviously, she has all that. And I'm sure there's a part of her that's that way. And if you actually have had an interaction with Avery Singer in real life, like, let me know because I want to know what she really is like in life. But I want to know, you know, what your thoughts are. I think she actually comes off very mature. And like, given the circumstances, her mom is Ramona, you know, she could be the most entitled, awful person in the entire world. I like her in general. Here's the best part about this podcast is she, she's calling her mom out. Like her mom said something like, um, Avery, let's be honest. You were laid off. You were fired. It's the same thing. You don't have a job and you don't have a job. You don't have a job. And Avery's like, wait, mom, I worked for a tech company. There are so many layoffs. My entire team got dissolved. I didn't get fired. I got laid off. And Ramona's like, it's the same thing. And Avery's like, no, you're going to offend a whole host of people who have gotten laid off and not fired. Being fired means you have done something wrong. It is not the same thing. And please take that back. I love that she can call her out that way. I thought it was a really cool thing. And this is the best part about it is Ramona, which I want my mom to be more like this. Ramona's like, okay, I'm listening. Okay. I get it. Fine, I overstepped it. The best part about it was Ramona talking about how she found out about Mario having an affair, her husband on the show. Remember they they really basically showed the demise of that marriage. They showed them getting the the vow renewal and then of course the vow renewal is the kiss of death. So they get divorced because he's having an affair. And at this point in life when you watch social media, Avery Ramona and Ramona's and the ex-husband, Avery's dad, Mario, are besties. They hang out. They travel together. They have Thanksgiving together. They have family events. They all support each other. Mario has a girlfriend and she'll be invited to Ramona's house. It's actually goals. And as a child of a divorced, a very, very, very toxic divorced mom and dad, um, horrible court, court situations, fighting, like custody, money, I mean... These two cannot be in the same room as each other and I'm 41 years old and they still have such vitriol for each other. I am so jealous that Avery has that with her parents and that just means that Ramona cared more about her kid than she cared about herself in that situation. Like she loved her child more than she hated her ex, right? Which so many cases, like how many times do we see that in life? Let's talk about Jeff Lewis, right? Jeff Lewis talks about his ex- and Monroe his his daughter's other dad Gage and their big drama all the time they're going to court again in May they have such a kind of um angry mean relationship where they're using the kid and whatever and i truly believe now he's starting to get better but i think for years they were putting their own relationship in front of their daughter And I love Jeff so much. So hopefully he's getting better. And I think he is. I think he's starting to really kind of, hey, Amy. I think he's starting to really kind of, um, what's the word? Like put his kid first, right? So that's a Jeff Lewis little tidbit. Um, But I think it's a really, really hard thing if you go through a divorce and you kind of hate your ex, but you have a kid. So that makes me like Ramona. Just immediately I like Ramona for that reason just because I'm a mom and I get it. Um, And I get how tough that would be, right? Like how tough would that be? Okay, so um, a couple of things. I need to catch up on Real uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. So you guys, I can't say housewives lately. I need to catch up on Real Housewives of New Jersey, and I will catch up on that. We'll talk about that a little bit. Tomorrow I have a really cool guest. I have Kate Casey from Reality Life of Kate Casey, and we're going to be covering Vanderpump Rules, which I am super, super excited about. A couple just like random little tidbits, a little couple stories. I'm not sure if you guys have been following this Megan Trainor drama Let me know if you have if you're interested in stuff like this. So Megan Trainor, successful singer, um, very very popular on social media. Her songs go crazy on TikTok. You know the, um, no, I can't think of it. What's the name of the? uh, um, I can have my Gucci on. I can wear my Louis. Okay, I'm gonna stop singing to scare you guys. She has had a tough couple weeks. And calling all PR professionals, what do you guys think about this? So she had someone that is very, um, you know how yesterday we talked about polarizing? I'm gonna say controversial. <laughs> Trish Paytas is a YouTuber. I don't really know much about her. I don't follow her. I literally had to Google her, even though she has millions of followers on YouTube. It's so funny. You know, I'm just like a little too old for her. Um, she's super problematic. In so many different ways. I'm not going to get into it here, but Megan Trainer had her on her podcast. And in this one interview, Megan has already been like quoted a couple of times just doing stupid things. For example, she did say F teachers. And I'm not going to go into the whole context in case you guys know. She immediately apologized for it a couple days later. What a move. To say F teachers is like in this day and age, to say F Ariana. Like, you're against public opinion. Now, are there bad teachers? I'm sure yes, I've had some, but in general, I am obsessed with teachers. I think they're amazing. Uh, So that was a, that was a no, no. And then she apologized. And then of course I see a TikTok that was breaking down her apology by saying, look how she looks down when she's apologizing. Look how she looks away. Look how she kind of smirks. Her apology is not sincere. I don't know. Do people apologize because they got in trouble or because of their action? Like is Sandoval sorry for Scandival drama because the whole world hates him or because he realized he really did something wrong, right? It's the questions of the world. Then an article popped out, that's what she said again, about Megan Trainor talking about sex with her husband. I don't need to know that. Do you guys remember the show The Comeback with Lisa Kudrow? Lisa Kudrow had the show where she played this character, Valerie Cherish. It was such an amazing show. It was like a mockumentary, but not really. It was a reality show, the behind the scenes of a filming of a reality show, a has-been actress It was on HBO. If you are interested in this kind of comedy, you will love, love the comeback. But in the first season, Valerie Cherish had to do this line and she was auditioning. And she kept saying this line over and over. "I I don't need to see that. 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 So I don't need to hear that, Megan Trainer. I don't need to hear about the fact that your husband, Daryl Sabera, who is a spy kid, a former spy kid, and I actually know Daryl. We auditioned him many, many times. I actually really like him as a person, or I did when I knew him years ago, that he has a very big, you know what, a big pole. We don't need to know. You're married. He's taken. We don't need to know that only a little bit goes in, and you're in pain. Trigger warning, right, okay, she's lying, Amy says, "Oh God, that's so funny. I mean, maybe it's a little weird to say that about your husband on on a radio show, like on a podcast with your brother. She co-hosts with her brother. That's even weirder. No one wants to hear about their sister having sex, right, okay, so then, next to that. Was there anything else that I wanted to talk about? No, nah, I mean, I can talk about it. And just like that had a new trailer, Bore Snore. It was as b- boring as the Royal House of OC trailer. Not really interested, right? I got a comment on TikTok. That's so weird. This is why I don't idolize anyone. Yeah, it's, well, you know, after the whole Dave Hollis of the world, we should really know that everyone's got their demons and everyone's got their, their crap. So, interesting, but I appreciate you guys being here as always. Thank you for the Wednesday episode dosers. I love you. Make sure to join the Facebook group. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, make sure to turn on the notification bell, go on over to Instagram and follow me over there and send me a DM. I'm getting DMs from you guys daily. It's so nice to hear from you. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Daily dose of Donna is my little passion project. My little baby that just is, is, she's growing up she's growing up and I like her. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.